Good morning. It's 7 o'clock on Utah's Morning News. I'm Amanda Dixon. Tim has the day off. KSL's top story on the 7 o'clock report. The state is not expected to have a ton of extra money to spend before the legislative session ends, and that could impact planned tax cuts. KSL News Radio's Adam Small begins our live team coverage, Eye on the Hill 2024. Adam? Amanda, the updated revenue estimates are set to be released at noon today, but while we don't have the hard numbers yet, Senate Budget Chairman Jerry Stevenson told reporters... You know, I'm going to tell you what I think. I think things are pretty flat. However, Senate President Stuart Adams says tax cuts are are still in the budget, but... We're going to measure twice, we're going to cut once, and we're going to do it with an eye to the future. So we're going to make sure we don't make a mistake. The Senate has also passed a bill that would lower the income tax rate from 4.65 to 4.55%. However, that still needs to clear the House and be signed off by Governor Spencer Cox. We'll keep you updated when we get those numbers in later today. Reporting live, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. Dyslexia could soon be added back into Utah's educational code. KSL News Radio's Heather Peterson explains. The bill's sponsor, Representative Susan Pulsifer, says the definition was removed several years ago when the state adopted a new reading assessment program called the Science of Reading. But Pulsifer says that's caused problems for some families. There are some that have it maybe in higher on the spectrum, you might say, stronger cases that need additional help to using the science of reading. And they might even qualify for special needs assistance. And that definition helps direct those. The bill has passed several committees but still needs approval from the full House and Senate. Heather Peterson, KSL News Radio. The Democratic Party in Utah, the primary, excuse me, the Democratic primary in Utah could cost $1.5 million, but lawmakers might fork over only half of that. KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston is live with more, Peter. Amanda, I'm going to give another number for context by why that number seems high. Almost 300,000 Utahns could soon be getting a Democratic primary ballot. Lieutenant Governor Deidre Henderson requested a million and a half dollars to deliver those ballots and then to tabulate the results. Meanwhile, Republicans are running a different kind of thing called a preference poll at caucuses, meaning they have to physically show up to cast their ballots. Each presidential candidate, from Donald Trump to Nikki Haley, has given 50 grand to be on that ballot. State Senator Darren Owens chairs the budget subcommittee at the legislature, and he tells the Deseret News that there's no way that this Democratic primary does not get funded. Reporting live, Peter Johnston, KSL News Radio. The Utah Division of Outdoor Recreation is holding a day on the hill to catch the attention of Utah lawmakers. They'll be setting up booths this morning to talk about the importance of the recreation industry to the state. Our top national stories now. Former President Donald Trump's attorney has managed to take the focus off the 2020 election interference case and place it on the prosecutor, who is accused of having an intimate relationship with the lead investigator. ABC's Melissa Adon says the prosecutor is now firing back. The Fulton County District Attorney in Donald Trump's election interference case, Fonnie Willis, choosing to testify Thursday in a surprise move. If you're confused. You think I'm on trial. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 20. The questioning turning into sharp exchanges between Willis and lawyers of clients she's trying to convict. Mr. Wade is a southern gentleman. Me, not so much. Willis calling the lawyer who called her to the stand a liar. Melissa Don, ABC News, Los Angeles. Some people living in Salt Lake City's Power District say they're excited about the newly unveiled plans surrounding a proposed Major League Baseball stadium, but they wish the planners would talk to them about what they need in their neighborhood. KSL TV's Kirsten Nunez spoke with City Council Member Alejandro Poy. Poy was concerned at how little involvement he's had on such a big project, taking over a place he lives, loves, 
and represents. What is going to happen with North Temple when there's not a game? We already have issues with criminal activity and some other things. We don't want this to be a dead zone. Poi hopes any development will benefit locals in the district, not just people who travel to games. UDOT wants people to be aware of a Bangor Highway road closure this weekend starting tonight. KS on News Radio's Emma Keddington. Tonight at 10 p.m., 4700 South on Bangor Highway will be closed. All east and west traffic will be detoured to accommodate some construction work. The road will be back up at 5 a.m. this coming Monday. The same closure is planned for the following weekend with the same schedule. UDOT spokesperson John Gleason says drivers should use either 4100 South or 5400 South as alternate routes. This construction is part of UDOT's plan to get rid of stoplights on Bangor Highway, switching them out with freeway style on and off ramps. Emma Keddington, KSL News Radio. Another traffic note: uh, drivers heading south on I-15, planning on going through Las Vegas, should be prepared for delays. Nevada is closing I-15 in both directions between Flamingo Road and Russell Road tonight through Monday morning for bridge work there. First look traffic on the seven o'clock report, and here's Andy Farnsworth. Right now, Amanda Travelers on I-15. So, I mean, just a little bit of slowing around 33rd South as the last bit of uh, slowing clears out from the crash we had near 21st earlier. Road conditions are great. And so most of your drive is in really fantastic shape. Looks like it's some utility work at 6200 South, 2700 West, Taylorsville, Benyon. And that's the reason for the lane restrictions and some people being diverted in that area. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. A SWAT standoff that lasted several hours in Sandy overnight ended early this morning. But so far, police are keeping quiet on the details. We have been told the standoff started when U.S. Marshals were trying to serve a warrant. We are working to get an update on that this morning. Also happening overnight, a suspect driving away from police during a traffic stop got in a crash and is in the hospital in serious condition. This happened near 6200 South and 2700 West in Taylorsville. Police say the suspect first hit another car and then drove into a power pole. Several Los Angeles firefighters are in the hospital after a natural gas truck exploded. ABC's Matt Rivers is in Los Angeles. A natural gas truck exploded in Los Angeles. Nine firefighters injured, two of them critically. The truck, which ran on natural gas instead of diesel or gasoline, catching fire shortly before 7 a.m., firefighters rushing to the scene. Just six minutes later, one of the 100-gallon compressed natural gas tanks exploding. The nine injured firefighters transported to nearby hospitals. The gas from the second tank slowly released. About 150 firefighters responded to the fire. More people are now dying in the U.S. from smoking illegal drugs than injecting them. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says rising fentanyl is a main factor. A radiologist has discovered some hair types can be misinterpreted in brain scans. Radiologist Dr. Halel Moreski. That's what I discovered. That there really was a blank page in this literature on how to interpret imaging with uh, black and ethnic hair. Found that folks with braids could often get misdiagnosed with diseases or have costly imaging ordered because their hair could create some sort of illusion called an artifact on scans. He taught me and I was like, oh, this is a huge issue. Temple University Medical student Angela Udongwo started researching the lack of education on the subject. ABC's Danny News says Temple researchers are putting together training materials to help medical professionals avoid making a misdiagnosis in the future.
A once popular ice cream flavor has been booted from the top 10. You may scream for ice cream, but probably not chocolate chip. The International Dairy Foods Association, and yeah, there is such a thing, says the flavor is no longer among its top 10 ice cream flavors. The reason? Tastes change as our palates get more adventurous. Now vanilla studded with plenty of dark chocolate chips, a staple at places like Baskin Robbins and Howard Johnson's for decades, is taking a back seat to things like cookie dough salted caramel, and banana pudding. Daria Albinger, ABC News. All right, this is probably the grossest thing you're going to hear all day. Passengers on a Delta flight got an unpleasant surprise when maggots started dropping from an overhead compartment. <laughs> Philip Schultz was on the flight. I saw eventually that there were, there were maggots on the chair. He was very freaked out, especially... When I actually saw a maggot fall on her, she got especially freaked out. Oh, I would have freaked out too. Okay, you're wondering where they came from. The maggots came from fish someone packed into their carry-on. <laughs> All righty then. 709 Traffic and Weather Together brought to you by Sinclair's DinoPay app. Save up to 20 cents per gallon. How'd you like that, Andy? You're sitting on a flight and maggots start <laughs> I'm not trying to hear that, see. Yeah, okay, sorry. No, no, no. That Yeah, that would be pretty gross. Uh, Here's what we got right now, though. A new crash on the left shoulder. Oh, nope. They just pulled into traffic like 10 seconds ago. North 15 at 33rd South. So there's still a little bit of heavy traffic over 33rd. If you're just coming on the back end of it, it was from a crash that just drove away. And then we've got the intersection closed. That story you were just talking about, Amanda, in Taylorsville, 27th West, 6200 South. At this point, they've got uh, that intersection completely blocked off as they do the utility repair and uh, investigative work. So they're diverting traffic through the neighborhoods in that part of Benyon. Jason? And no such closers and no such delays up in uh, Weber and Davis counties. It has moved at regular speeds all morning long, and that continues. Uh, no delays through Layton and Kaysville. The gates of Hill Air Force Base are looking pretty fantastic at this point. Uh, in fact, everything up north is just moving swimmingly along. Eric? Down in Utah County, no problems northbound from Provo up to Point of the Mountain. If you're out in the mountains, uh, we've, we're looking good on US 40 in the Wasatch Pack northbound from Heber City past Jordanell Reservoir to I 80. And I 80 this morning uh, got dry roads and a good uh, jaunt if you're heading into the valley from Park City. Start your dream kitchen or bath today at Bedrock Courts, where it's only seven days from template to installation. Visit New Murray or Spanish Fork showrooms or bedrockcourts.com. BedrockCourts.com. Eric Butler from KSL Traffic Center. KSL Hourly Forecast. We've got temperatures in the upper 30s at 7 a.m. with cloudy skies. Into the lunch hour, showers increasing as a shallow cool front moves through the northern half of the state. Temperatures at that time will be around 42. Into the afternoon, topping out with a high of 46, but our best chance for showers are between the hours of 2 and 5 p.m. From the KSL Weather Center, I'm Matt Johnson. And right now it's cloudy and 39 degrees downtown. Coming up in a couple of minutes, we'll talk to Andy Farnsworth about the new movie. It's a new superhero movie this weekend, Madam Web. Is it any good? We'll ask Andy in just a few minutes here on KSL News Radio. Utah Jazz dropped their fourth straight game last night. Doggone it. It appeared defense was optional in the first half against Golden State. Golden State scored 84 points in the first half. The Jazz did rally in the second half, led by rookie Keontae George with 33 points, but they fell just short, 140-137. to 
The Utah Utes were at USC last night in a low-scoring defensive battle, but the Utes came up just short, losing 68-64. to Weber State got a win against Idaho last night. UVU beat California Baptist. Utah State is at Colorado State tomorrow, and the BYU Cougars are headed to Oklahoma State tomorrow for a noon game against the Cowboys. The pregame coverage begins right here on KSL News Radio at 11 o'clock. History made last night in women's college basketball when Iowa's Caitlin Clark set the all-time scoring record. Here comes Clark. How will she go for history? Wow, that's what it sounded like on the Peacock broadcast. She ended the game scoring a career-high 49 points. A ski joring competition is taking place in Heber City this weekend. KSL News Radio's Michael Commit has more on what is ski joring, Michael? Well, Amanda, you're going to get a kick out of this. Ski joring is a winter sport where a horseback rider pulls a skier through a course. Now, this event in Heber has been going on for a few years now, and co founder Joe Loveridge says it combines two of Utah's strongest cultural identities. Bringing those two things together the Western culture and the skiing heritage here in Utah, it's what Utah is. And uh, combining the two of them is, is pretty cool. It's basically cowboys and skiers, and the events will be going down today at noon and tomorrow morning at the Wasatch Events Center in Heber City. Reporting live, Michael Commit, KSL News Radio. Pickleball injuries are up 200% over the last 20 years. That's no surprise to pickleball player TJ Anderson, who says the sport has exploded in popularity and it's much more active than some people think. When you're out on the court, even just how quick some of the movement is. With when you're striking the ball back and forth, you know, you have to stay alert. The report says women were more likely to break a bone than men, but men were more likely to end up in the hospital. The long wait for a new college football video game is about to come to an end. Got something special for y'all. Little update for our fans from the big house to the bayou, from Carolina to California. Yeah. It's about college football. EA Sports released a teaser video for College Football 25. It'll be the first time college gridiron fans will get a game to play since 2013. The full reveal of the new game is scheduled to drop in May. Trending this hour on the 7 o'clock report, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is here in Salt Lake City. The actor and wrestler is here for WWE Friday Night Smackdown. The Professional Wrestling League is stopping at the Delta Center tonight for the road to WrestleMania. That is too fun. KSL News Time is 714. The three things you need to know this hour. First, Utah won't be paying for a Republican presidential primary this year, but it might pay around a million dollars for a Democratic one. I'm KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston. Second, UDOT wants people to be aware of a Bangor Highway road closure this weekend starting tonight at 4700 South. Third, traffic and weather together. I 15, traffic still rolling both directions now that the crash at 33rd South is gone. If you live in Taylorsville and uh, West Jordan and Benyon, where those all come together, 27th West and 6200 South, that intersection is blocked currently, and so they're diverting traffic through those neighborhoods. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. A bit of a change to the forecast today with a chance for showers in the afternoon. I'm Matt Johnson. Right now it's 39 degrees at the KSL Common Spirit Health Studios. It's time for KSL's top national stories. From ABC News. I'm Sherry Preston. 
The man who for years has spoken out against Vladimir Putin's regime has died. Alexei Navalny, a Russian dissident, was serving 19-year prison sentence at a penal colony in Siberia. Prison officials there say he collapsed after a morning walk. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says bluntly Russia is responsible. This has been a key week for many of the civil and criminal trials revolving around former President Donald Trump. This afternoon, the judge in his fraud trial will issue a verdict on how much money he'll have to pay and whether he will be barred from doing business in New York in the future. ABC's Aaron Katursky with more. Trump has repeatedly denounced the case, attacked New York Attorney General Letitia James, who brought it, and disparaged Judge Arthur and Gorin, who has already decided Trump conducted a decade's worth of business with fraudulent financial statements that exaggerated his wealth and overvalued at his properties. It's a one-two punch for Trump. The ruling in the civil case is expected a day after a judge set Trump's first criminal trial for March 25th. That trial involves the hush money paid to adult film star Stormy Daniels. In Fulton County, Georgia, District Attorney Fonnie Willis takes the stand again today. She has charged Donald Trump and more than a dozen other people in trying to interfere with the 2020 election results in Georgia. ABC's Steve Osinsami has more on why she's testifying. The Fulton County prosecutor continues her fight today against lawyers who want her removed move from the election interference case. The question at the heart of this case is whether or not she financially profited from her romantic relationship with the lawyer she hired. She strongly says the answer is no. The judge isn't expected to immediately make a ruling, but if he removes her, the state could appoint a new prosecutor who would then decide if this case moves forward. The special counsel's office investigating Hunter Biden has now charged the FBI informant who claimed Hunter and Joe Biden took bribes from a Ukrainian energy company, Burisma, with lying. You're listening to ABC News. A week ago, I spent my life racing against time. I'm going to help you out today, okay? Trying to save people who are running out of it. Is it a Spider-Man movie? If there's no Spider-Man in the movie, Andy Farnsworth joins me live with a preview of today's movie show. Was it any good, Andy? Well, okay, so here's where we're going to use the way. It's good for a couple of laughs. It's good for a request for your money back, depending on how oh, you feel. Oh, no. Yeah, it, I, but I don't know if good is the descriptor you would use for uh, its quality. That's the hard part. Oh, so, got it. Yeah, so it's part of Sony Pictures' Spider-Man-related universe that already has Venom and Morbius in it, if you remember those movies. This one stars Dakota Johnson as a girl named Cassie Webb. How convenient, right? Since we're talking spiders. She's a paramedic who keeps getting these weird visions that come true shortly after she has them. And so she feels compelled to protect three teenage girls who are played by Sidney Sweeney, Isabella Merced, and Celeste O'Connor. And then there's this guy with Spider-Man-like powers who's hunting the three girls. And that's why she feels like she needs to save them. Now... But I, this, to me, it's a movie that struggles to justify its own existence. Like, as in, why do we have this? I thought it was mildly entertaining. I can I can admit that. But there is a bunch of, say what now, moments that happen in it. In fact, I saw a, a tweet this morning where somebody posted a graphic and said, all right, here are five things that happen in Madam Web and one lie. See if you can guess which one, which which is the crazy one that's a lie. And it turned out they were all things that oh. happened in the movie. So that's a no, but what did you see One Love? I did. Now, that's a different one. Um, this was actually uh, the guy who plays Bob Marley in One Love, Kingsley Benadire. I thought he was really good, and I liked how it kind of helped me contextualize Bob Marley's music. I didn't know a lot about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know much about uh, you know Rastafari and everything, and I learned a lot about that watching the movie. But here's the big problem. I struggled to understand 
much of the dialogue, and I think mm. a lot of people will too, because for authenticity, they you know they use Jamaican accents and Jamaican you know uh, type of t- you know the way that they talk. Yeah, and I think I'm good at like understanding accents on screen. And I was like, I really need subtitles, really? like really bad. Oh wow! And so that, that was one of the that was the thing that held me back the most on it was I just didn't know half of what they said, and I wanted to, I just couldn't tell. And I guess you can't subtitle a movie that's in English no. without feeling like insulting or condescending or something like that. So, I love that actor though. Was it wasn't he the same guy who played Thomas Jefferson in Hamilton? Uh, no, that was David Diggs. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But this bad. is Kingsley Bennett, and he does a great job. And Lashana Lynch plays his wife, and, and they didn't shy away from I mean, Bob Marley didn't have the perfect life. He didn't do everything right, and they didn't just, like, gloss over yeah. that, even though it's a biography about him. But uh, but I thought it was it, that one's worth seeing. It just I, I feel for you trying to understand the, the, the language. All right. More coming up today on the movie show. Right now, change hats, Andy. It's 719. Traffic and weather together brought to you by Sinclair's Dino Pay app. Save up to 20 cents per gallon, Andy. Amanda, traffic from Draper to downtown. Now back to the full speed limit. We do have an intersection closed in Taylorsville at 6200 South, 2700 West, where a crash investigation is going on, and they're trying to repair a power line. So they're actually diverting traffic through neighborhoods in that part of Benyon. Jason? And we're seeing a little crowding right now on Hillfield Road, both north and southbound around Antelope Drive. But uh, actually, the gates themselves are looking pretty good. It's starting to pack up a little bit on the west gate, but... Really nothing too major there. In fact, uh, we don't have anything really major going on at all up in Weber and Davis counties. Eric? Getting on to Foothill Drive from the 215 Eastbelt. All of that looks good heading north towards the University of Utah. I-80, no major trouble so far this morning. You got dry roads through a Parley's Canyon, but you do have your typical delays on Kearns Boulevard, rain or shine, uh, westbound from US-40 into town. I-15, Utah County, that is uh, running along with no problems. Hunt Utah's biggest bucks and bulls for just $5. It's the Western Hunting and Conservation Expo in Salt Lake City, February 15th through 18th. Go to huntexpo.com for details. Eric Butler in the KSL Traffic Center. KSL 7A forecast. We've got showers back in the forecast today as a shallow cold front grazes northern Utah, high of 46 today. 50 partly cloudy for tomorrow. We go 49 on Sunday. Chance for showers there. A break on Monday, mostly cloudy, 54. But then next Tuesday and Wednesday, another warm storm with highs in the 50s and a chance for showers. From the KSL Weather Center, I'm Matt Johnson. And right now it's 39 degrees downtown. And the seven-day forecast is brought to you by Performance Automotive Bountiful. 